My name is Jack, and I'm 26 years old. I recently moved to Tokyo, Japan to study Japanese more closely and really understand the culture. What I didn't expect is to see spirits, which I would come to learn are called omaishisho. And now I have this teacher who apparently owns her own otherworldly library. Things are not going as planned, but I still have to work and pay rent. Uh, oh, oh I'm, I'm about to be at the work. See you later. Hey everyone, welcome back to, what is it? Oh, the Tour Collection. We are so happy to have you here. This week, well, you know what, let's, let me, let me first, the Tour Collection is hosted by Jack and Charlie, two longtime brothers. Tour Collection is a podcast about everything and nothing all at the same time. We have a special guest today, but we'll save him for just a moment. This is going to be chapter two, episode nine. Yeah. Episode nine. Chapter two, episode nine. And we are joined by, I mean, people have been clawing at the bit. Millions have been requesting him. You've been waiting for it for like, I don't know, since we started. Today, we are joined by Michael. Michael, how are you doing today, man? Hello. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> i just thought millions oh clapping God, i had to i had to you do that it. but uh <laughs> i'm doing great man uh it feels really awesome to be here finally you know i've been listening to the pod obviously for a while a uh, real raconteurite if you will <laughs> uh Ooh, okay okay yeah certainly excited to to get down with you guys and kind of talk about some stuff mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. awesome but yeah well go ahead and uh jack how are you doing man how are you doing on this fine saturday you know what you know it's it's honestly a very beautiful day mm-hmm. uh i was able to get outside a little bit we uh took at least a little play area we had some kind of a later lunch then went to the store got some coffee pretty average day but just a really nice day outside uh you know worked just over this past week you know worked overnight and then after that you know just kind of playing some warzone here and there mm-hmm. still enjoying that a lot and uh you know watched troll hunter last night oh, which was, was nice. a fun movie yeah. <laughs> that was a good one uh ellie liked it and she wants to watch it again but oh nice <laughs> i was like i thought she'd be like scared of it actually but she Seemed to really like it, so I was like, okay, well, maybe we'll watch it again, but not tonight. Yeah, kids like the weirdest stuff, man. Mm. I know. It's kind of, like, scary, like, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, I don't know, just think about it. Like, the stuff that, you know, you watched as a kid, like, a lot yeah. of it was, like, kind of strange, yeah. you know? Uh, it was. I don't know. There's, a, there's something to those shows that, uh, it's almost surreal, you know? Yeah. And man, I yeah, I mean, I'll be honest. Like she was, uh, she was playing some Demon Souls the other day. <laughs> oh wow, on, on PS3. That's the most yeah, hardcore which, like, kid. <laughs> I know. Like she, she kind like she doesn't get it, but she kind of gets it. So it's it's kind of funny watching her play. She's like, oh, I gotta I gotta eat or drink. Eats grass, gets hit again. Oh, I gotta eat again. And <laughs> just keeps getting hit and keeps eating. She like comes. To I you. mean, she understands the basic concept. <laughs> she, like comes yeah. to you at like <laughs> yeah. three o'clock in the morning, and she's like. Jack, 
I'm stuck on King Alant. Can you help? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, dude. Could you imagine? I'd be like, are you kidding me right now? What? <laughs> I'd be like, why are you stuck on him? He's easy. <laughs> God. <laughs> well, oh guys, I, I've been doing pretty good this week. Uh, you know, I've been kind of taking a little bit of a break. Yeah, how, how's Charlie? How's yeah, Charlie? I've been taking a little bit of a break from writing. I just recently am waiting on, I put the order in for the new alpha copies of the book. So it should be coming in, I believe, the 18th, which I'm really excited about. Oh. Yeah. So I've been kind of taking a break, just doing some other outlining on like, you know, just working out some other story stuff. But uh, yeah, doing that. Still playing the game Ashen. Um, Definitely, I still recommend it, but it's fallen a little bit from like how high I was on it originally. Uh, It just... It mm-hmm. it's really good, but it doesn't it doesn't quite feel as good to play as like a Dark Souls or something like that. Like there's just a little bit of like I don't know, not even like awkwardness. Like it just doesn't quite quite click in the same way. There's some things that are really cool about it that I really like, but yeah, it just doesn't quite click in the same way. So, but still recommend it. Man, I'll be I'll be honest here. Like with video games, it's gotten a lot harder for me as I've gotten older. To the point where it's like, it, it really has to click. You know, it really has to fill a niche for me, for me to even right. pick it up, yeah. you know. And to keep playing it, I mean, it's almost impossible, you know. Um, you know, and then some games I'll come back to, and I'll, and I'll love it just as much as I did when I was younger. Like Age of Empires being a great example. Oh, yeah. Always come back to it, and it's always fun, mm. you know. Uh other stuff like newer games i i don't know i struggle there yeah you know yeah i, feel, I mean that's kind of why i kind of go to like more multiplayer games because it's a lot less of like a time sink mm-hmm. i mean obviously like to get good it is a more of a time sink but it, it's so much less like oh i gotta sit down for four hours and go through this story that i don't, I don't even know if i'll like at the end of the yeah. game you know what i mean it's like oh, i can just play this an hour here an hour there 30 minutes well- here and i'm cool I have to say, uh, joining in on your your Twitch stream the other day was really cool. Uh, I think you were playing Dude, Warzone. I was. Yeah, and it was just cool, man, because it it really brought me back to when we were, you know, kids. And I like okay, so some background. I am uh, their cousin. <laughs> yeah. So we yeah. spent a no lot way. of time together when we were younger. You know, uh, spent a lot of nights over there, and most of the time we would be playing you know video games so uh or usually more me watching you guys play video games so you know watching you play it really brought me back you know and uh in a way where it was like nostalgic and also i was just like man like i miss this a little bit you know yeah yeah for sure yeah i mean yeah it was really cool kind of seeing your name your name pop up it was that was really cool yeah we have it's (laughs) it's crazy because like Michael and I share like so much like common history for like early video games like Kingdom Hearts and like that oh was that was our jam back in the day and like I mean we were into it and it's funny because like you know I played Kingdom Hearts 3 and stuff but like the magic of those moments is definitely still in the past like I had like a big nostalgia yeah. boost like playing Kingdom Hearts 3 and I thought it was you know just fine but when I think of Kingdom Hearts it's like oh I think of like one and two chain of memories and then I just think of mm-hmm. you know <laughs> <laughs> like yeah the countless stories that like michael and i would oh make up God. and all our extra characters and weapons and you know like so 
Mm. Here's a throwback. And I think I don't know what Lincoln Park song it is, but that point where he's like, and it gets to a point where feelings gotta get hurt. But it sounds like he says Valen's gotta get hurt. And Michael's like, it? it sounds like he says the name of my is character. Oh no, it's nobody's listening. It's the There you go, bom, nobody's listening. Bom, That's what it is. Bom, bom, yeah. Bom. Oh my gosh, yeah. And the I mean, chicken for it. The number one question is how could you ignore Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like with video games, it almost has to be, not just video games, but like nostalgia in general, Mm -hmm. sometimes it has to be left in the past. Like with Kingdom Hearts specifically, I (laughs) I would love to pick it up again, but if I did, I would, I don't know, I'd be expecting this experience that I could never replicate of like hanging out with you guys in your room while we were younger and life was just different. Mm -hmm. We didn't have, you know, all this other stuff to worry about. We were just inspired and having fun yeah and that kind of thing i mean you just can't really get that back you know you can still like you know be happy that it happened but it's just so mm. hard to like make a video game influence you in the same gay way or like you know a movie or music or anything that you used to enjoy like that you know right but kingdom hearts i mean it does have a special place in my heart my memory for sure yeah <laughs> i mean it's it's definitely one of those things where you know like i think i kind of moved forward and I wanted to make up my own stories. I mean, coming all the way from watching like the secret videos for Kingdom Hearts back in the day when you weren't really mm, expecting yeah. it. Oh, and the, yeah. especially, I mean, God, I cannot talk enough about like the secret movie from Kingdom Hearts one. I mean, you beat it and it's like that oh rain soaked alley and all of like the uh, creepy <laughs> heartless. And I mean, we didn't know at the time we got Roxas double keyblades, and then, got a blindfolded yeah. Riku and then it's all the text and they're like oh where's Sora and you're like what is going on and then you play a second game and it's yeah. great but it's not as cool as that <laughs> and so it's like it's no like- <laughs> yeah that's like if Kingdom Hearts like really like just went Final Fantasy right you know yeah and I feel like that's what me and you and and Jack I feel like that's like what we wanted mm-hmm. you know was like for it to like bridge this gap but instead, we just kind of made it happen ourselves, you yeah. know, in our own kind of like imaginary games and stuff. Uh, but that trailer, I, I mean, I remember I cut a couple of videos, <laughs> you know, of that trailer with like music. Yeah. I think one of the songs was Move Along. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you remember that song? I do. Move Along. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you gotta keep in strong. Yeah. It's still up, actually. <laughs> For some amazing. reason, uh, it has <laughs> not triggered cool. like a copyright issue or anything, <laughs> and I don't, I don't know how. Mm-hmm. And like, it has no views, you know, but it's still there. Um, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone, today, and you know, I think our conversation before kind of lends into this and leans into this but today oh man we're hitting another sequel you thought food two cooking two i was like it's not called food two it's called it's called cooking two (laughs) you thought that was the sequel to end it all no this is the sequel to end it all we're doing anime part two and for everyone out there shit this is kind of kind of kind of for everyone out there this is going to be very much you know a freeform general conversation about anime i you know i especially as jack and i have done these most recent batch with recording very quickly and then putting it out the next day i've kind of started to appreciate kind of the spontaneity and that what that brings and so you know i didn't want to have us come to this and bring giant lists of stuff but to just start i think from kind of the easiest point 
And that point is kind of like just why anime? Like why why isn't even something that you personally right. like? And so, you know, Michael, I'll pass it over to you with just a very vague question. Why anime? Like why do you like it at all? Oh god. Oh god. <laughs> I well, can't, can't do this, guys. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> this is too much. Um I mean, it's like it's a big question. Uh, but I like that because I can kind of come at it however. Exactly, yeah. Um, and it's not really something that I've thought about that much, actually. But this is a good chance to. Yeah, so. <laughs> no, definitely, man. Yeah, I mean, like, the whole medium animation to me, I mean, obviously, like, growing up, you know, a lot of what we consumed as far as entertainment was probably some form of animation. Mm-hmm. But... I don't feel like I really like sought out that medium until I was a little bit older. You know, you had mentioned Pokemon earlier and that's like, you know, of course, you know, like right. we all like watch yeah. a little bit of Pokemon or Digimon mm-hmm. or stuff like that. Uh, I mean, even shows like recess or Hey Arnold, I guess, you know, you could kind of say, or like yeah. a segue into that medium. But uh, for me, like, it's going to be where a lot of people started to love anime and death note is that, yep. uh, yep. you know, I, it's been talked about on this podcast a couple of times, so I don't want to like, you know, beat a dead horse, but, uh, if you want to see how, how big, you know, uh, a story can be, how complicated it can be and how all the pieces just kind of fit together and fall together as the series goes on, uh, especially in like the, kind of crime drama like that it is uh it's just cool you know and then you you know you get the you know the death god uh you know and just this like really crazy notion that you could kill anybody with a notebook you know and Mm -hmm. it it almost just is like so jarring when you watch the first episode Mm -hmm. and and, i mean that's what grabs you is the first episode you know because there's a lot in between that is a little bit dry and boring yeah um but just the twists, the turns, you know, it's such a great, great story. And the fact that that story can be told in a medium that doesn't require you to actually like see things, you know, in real life. It's just like, it's really crazy. You know, you start to look around for other cool stuff you might like, you know. And mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, that might have been the big one for me, but... uh at the end of the day, I feel like I would have found it either way. Mm. Like, even if, like, Death Note didn't exist, like, there would have been some other great animated, like, series or movie, like Akira, mm. that mm. I would have seen and just been like, oh, my gosh, like, this is so cool, you know? Um, yeah. I mean, it tells a story that you could never tell, you know? I mean, you could tell it, but it wouldn't be the same. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you see reboots of, or, like, I don't know, like, reshots of, animated stuff in like real life and it's just not the same it doesn't mm-hmm. translate so it's hard to like pin that down or like nail down like what it is about it that i love so much but mm-hmm. i guess like it just makes the fantastical seem so real and close and mm. you can really immerse yourself in it so i i love it for a lot of reasons but that's kind of my general uh i think <laughs> no, that's great that's great jack what about you so I think 
when it comes to like anime especially i think most people are introduced with like one of four shows it's either death note bleach uh dragon ball z or one piece it's always one of those four that is like your introduction mm-hmm. into anime and i also want to say like though as well Nar- yeah, naruto's in there so there's five five core <laughs> ones um and then there there are some older ones you know that people would say or right. like they're probably like more core or whatever but in general those are like the main ones you see about and like hear about still today because they kind of like with anime i think one of, the, one of the best times to experience it is the initial dive into it because it is really cool but also really weird and different in some ways that you're not used to like when it comes to more like you know western animation or like our our tv shows yeah and uh Sorry, Ellie's rattling some M&Ms over there. <laughs> and I was like, what is she doing? Do you guys remember, like, being, like, a little bit younger, around, like, 10, 12, and, like, late at night, you're watching TV, yep. and all of a sudden, Toonami's on. Yep. Yeah. And, you guys and you're like, oh, my gosh, this is, like, forbidden, or, like, I'm not supposed to watch yeah. this, but that's why it's so cool. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it was, like... There was something about, like, part of it was, like, the age, maybe, that I was, mm-hmm. and then also just, like, a, oh, man, this is Adult Swim or, or Toonami, and it's, like, there's this animation, like, what is this, you know? Yeah, it gives it, like, almost that mystical quality where you're, like, oh, what is that? Yeah. They're, like, up next, yeah. we're talking about a soul hunter who is going to be going and killing some demons, and you're, like, what? Right. Or just no context, you know, 50 episodes into a bleach, and it's like your first time seeing it. Yeah, exactly. And that's usually what it would be. (laughs) Completely (laughs) overwhelmed. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, so I think it's it's magical watching anime, like, just going back and remembering the first times you watch it, because you don't understand, like, the... There are certain like tropes or like things that are very common in almost all animes, like settings or characters. And so kind of watching it for those first couple of times, you really get immersed into those initial shows. And then you kind of slowly start like, you know, getting more and more uh, like picky about what you want to see and what you're tired of seeing. I mean, that's kind of why I try to have diverged like on two different branches of anime. I like more short slice of life animes because they're not that deep and I don't really care to watch anime that's that deep because it's like it's it's too much half the time for me to care about and Charlie likes for going sure. to the more lore backstory not slice of life kind of stuff so oh, yeah. it's and, and then Michael I'm not really sure where you fall into the mix like what you've kind of really your like anime taste is nowadays but I'm sure it's you know pretty precise you don't want to get like like I'm not just going to watch an anime just because I like anime do you know what I mean it's I mean you're 100 percent right like i am very picky but at the same time i'm always like looking for the next thing because like when i'm not in a series or like i i'm just like you know there's something else out there and i know it's amazing and i need to find it you know and that's just from like finding like underground shows or anime that is kind of off the beaten path and it's like i found some really amazing things that i love so much that you know, if I hadn't have looked, I wouldn't have ever even watched it. And so mm-hmm. uh, that that's part of like the love and attraction to it, too, is it's like, what's the next cool thing, you know, that I'm going to be like, wow, this art style like amazes me or the story, you know, touches my heart, like Miyazaki type stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. when you when you find a good one, 
you find like a good one. You know what I mean? Like it's real oh good. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Cause like, uh, this is, it's fine. No big deal. This one's fine. No big deal. But this one, yeah. this one is like, it holds a special place in my heart. You know? Oh so. yeah. I could spend all day averaging or like, sorry, naming average like animes that have, I mean, at least they don't touch me in any way at all. Yeah. You know, they're very superficial and when you watch them, even like, so I tried to watch Assassination Assassination Classroom mm. recently. Yeah. I don't know if you've tried to touch that one, but it's just kind of like very surface level anime, you know? Right. Yeah, you know, it's it's interesting because I, I, so I think about like how I got into it. And definitely for me, it also is the Death Note route. I mean, that was the one where I remember like I rented the first four episodes from Blockbuster and was like, what is this? Like, this show is amazing. And then from so there, good. you know, it really was, I think, a combination of Death Note and then like early or like Miyazaki movies like Spirited Away and stuff to where you, you're you just seeing things that you just don't see normally. And so it's kind of mm-hmm. yeah. uh, magnetic because of that. But then I also have to give a shout out. I mean, I remember like I went over to our grandparents house and going through very early like streaming Netflix and I found like Ghost in the Shell, like the uh, what it's like, oh, my gosh, the original Ghost yeah. in the Shell movie not like the series or yeah. anything. And I fell in love with that. I was like, what is this? Like, this is just, I mean, especially like ghost in the shell sticks out so much to me because you know, you have like the opening credits and you have that kind of creepy haunting, like choir in the background and mm-hmm. as she's being like created or, you know, and it's just, and then the yeah. huge shots of the city and all that stuff. And I mean, yeah. So for there, that's kind of where it started for me. And then, you know, I, I, picked up some watch some big ones i watched you know naruto i'm you know actually more reading so more so than watching like my hero academia now you know attack on titan but i think what is that one worth it my hero academia yeah i've never I, given it a try so i really enjoy it in fact you know it's it kind of for me captures the best of a show like naruto and a way more streamlined format it reminds me a lot if you've ever seen like um Oh, what's that? I'm gonna call it like Soul Eater or like Full Metal Alchemist. Like it's more in line with one of those ones. So, yeah. Okay. Um, it's a, I believe See, it's the I same love Full studio. Metal Alchemist. Yeah. I love Full Metal Alchemist a lot, and for a long time I wouldn't watch it because I thought it was kind of like just a like a surface anime, yeah. you know. And so mm-hmm. I was just like always kind of judged it yeah. before I watched it, and then I like gave it a chance, watched Brotherhood, and oh my gosh, you know, yeah. it's like it doesn't get much better than that. And so I'm way more open now, but I did used to be like way more like, oh, I'm not going to watch this because, you know, this girl has big anime titties and like, you know, there's no art there, you know, it's (laughs) like, that's not always, you know, that's not always the case, uh, even though it like, you know, you want to think that. So, yeah, you know, it's, it is interesting. Like I would definitely recommend My Hero Academia. That being said, though, I mean, it's definitely like that classic kind of like shonen anime to where there's you know goofy moments and stuff but but i like that for me i really do for me like it hits some high points in there that are just hype and it's so good so like it's those high points that i think about when i think of the show overall that like i think if you watch the first season you'd be able to be like okay do i want to keep watching this or not but then again, that's always yeah. the problem, right? Watching a whole season of a show is kind of a big ask. But yeah, yeah. you know, it's 
So I get yeah. kind of One Punch Man vibes from what you're kind of describing. Mm. Yeah, so One Punch Man, definitely like a great recommendation. One Punch Man is great. The first episode, like oh, it's so good. you watch it the first episode and you know if you're going to like it or not. Um, My Academia, it hits very similar like hype moments, but quality wise is not as good as all the episodes of like One Punch Man, just because there's more of them. Right. But uh, but with One Punch Man, you have like this super smart like level of like, oh, we can always like break the tension. Yeah. Like with the humor. Yeah. You know, it's like at the end of the day, it's a funny mm-hmm. show. You yeah. Know? I mean, um, yeah, there's a part where he punches like right and stubs it right at his face, but like it creates this crater behind him. I don't forget the, the, <laughs> the guy's name. Yeah. And no. he's like, <gasps> yeah. Yeah. One he's Punch like, Man oh, is amazing. I mean, like, yeah, that fight he has with Genos. Uh, <laughs> where he stops oh, oh my gosh. he's punching him yeah. and it's like death and he stops <laughs> and he's like all right let's go and <laughs> genos is almost like this personification of like serious yes, anime yeah he is and then like yeah yeah and then like you know the main character the protagonist here is like really like this you know it kind of cuts through that you mm-hmm. know it just says like oh i just work out a lot or and, yeah. you know it's just like the humor <laughs> yeah. of that show yeah. but you don't like it doesn't take away from the epicness no, of the moments yeah. either. Like the crazy fights with like the guy who's like he, he they're like brothers and mm-hmm. like one of them's a chemist and turns the other one into like the giant yeah. superhuman. <laughs> and it's just like so bizarre and weird, but it's like yeah. you know, and then Saitama's like, just like, uh, okay. And, like, you know, little punch and it's over. Yeah. But it's just like you still <laughs> appreciate those epic moments just as much, you know. Yeah. Yeah, so I think going into this next one, we talked about like what kind of got us into anime. And now I'd kind of like catch up to like narrowing down our specific, you know, tastes. Jack, I feel like the, you know, the listeners will know with more with you. And Michael, I think, you know, we'll probably, people are probably just really curious about like what your taste is. But to start it off, I think for me, if you wanted to give wanted to have like pick an anime and you're like oh man charlie this is right up charlie's alley i probably have to choose the anime and michael you'll know this one jack i don't know if you'll know this one but an anime called ergo proxy you're about to say ergo proxy (laughs) i knew it i knew you were about to say ergo proxy i knew it i I don't know that one yeah so oh it's so good it's Uh. yeah it's a a bizarre one it's bizarre, and I don't know if it's really like executed that well. That being said, it's though, not like the first it episode is just wild, <laughs> and it's just it takes place yeah. in this weird world. It's everything that I like: a weird, bizarre world, weird concepts. Mm-hmm. Just like it kind of just breaks your mind a little bit because you just haven't seen anything like it. And so, like for me now, like no, those are the yeah. shows I look for, or those shows that I'm like what like what are you talking about like i'm thinking of shows like evangelion and stuff like you know things that you watch that you're like what wait excuse me so michael i mean right. i'll give you a chance here like what what is that show for you like what is that show that you feel like kind of can define your taste now if there is one show it can be multiple uh, for sure well i want to say about ergo proxy mm-hmm. first mm-hmm. it's essentially like akira and ghost in the shell vibes yeah but yeah 
that's a good way to put it. Evanescence, yeah. right? Okay, so <laughs> yeah, no. if you ever listen to <laughs> Evanescence, that is essentially kind of like the vibe of the show. I mean, it's a right. little bit goth. It's a little it bit, is, yeah. you know, 2007, you know, and yeah. that's what I love about it is like, it like is like, oh my God, like this is kind of emo. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah, very emo. And I like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the art style. I mean, we have to talk about the art style mm. about that because that show, it looks so good that even if you're not interested in the story, mm-hmm. you'll at least want to watch a little bit, you know, and just be like, wow, that's cool. Yeah. You know, the way the world is, the proxies and the mm. way that the proxies look and are done. And like the fact that you have no idea like what that even means for yeah. like most of the show, yeah. like you don't know what's going on like pretty much at all, but it, it's a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh so if, I guess if I had to define like an anime for my like style like all together and like what I love about anime, it would it would be between two. Is that possible? Oh yeah, that's uh, no. possible. <laughs> all right. So, uh, Cowboy Bebop mm. is mm. definitely one of my like bigger. You know, I love it. Yeah, I it's agree. good to watch over and over again. Yeah, like. It just hits a, its own stride so well, and it was like a moment in time. And I feel like, you know, it's one of those ones that you're like, "Why is there more of this?" You know? Yeah. Let me uh, let me the character cut in here yeah, just go. a second. Uh, Cowboy Bebop is so good; it ruined Firefly for me. Where? Yep. It- <laughs> I went to watch Firefly, and I'm like, I kind of just want to watch Cowboy Bebop instead. Like, I I couldn't. <laughs> so- yeah. Like I can see that. Like I, people keep like, oh man, Firefly's so good, and it wasn't bad. But like, I watched the first episode, and I'm like, I kind of just want to watch Cowboy Bebop instead. <laughs> okay, hey. I love Firefly a lot. So I mean, I, I would still encourage you to to yeah. try and watch it. Yeah, definitely. It, it, I mean, but it, you know, it's one of those things where it's like Battlestar Galactica. Like it's not good just because people love it. Yes, you know what I mean. I it's either yeah. like. You know, you'll love it or you won't. I think Joss Whedon did a, an incredible job on that show, mm. the way he shot it. The character development and Firefly is great, but we're not here to talk about no, Firefly. No, yeah. so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Cowboy Bebop, uh, Michael, but, and then what, what else? Yeah. Yeah, and I just wanted to say about that, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. The, the characters mm. in that show, like, you, it doesn't get much better. Like, when you have, like, you know... The main character is just kind of this, like, you know, ignorant kind of, like, I don't know, arrogant guy. Yeah. And, you know, but he's so cool and you love him. And then, you know, you got this, like, girl who's, like, she's kind of a shysty person, but, like, you love her, too. Yeah. You love the dog. You love the kid. You love, like, everybody in that show for a different reason. And the stories are so loose, you know, and, and fun. And they go with, like, this kind of, I don't know like almost just kind of out there vibe, you know, like when you have like yeah. this monkey, you know, who's like after them, you mm-hmm. know, essentially uh, it's just weird, you know, but it's, it's great. And if you love music and you love mm-hmm. jazz, it's also great for that. You know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, for sure. So Cowboy Bebop is definitely like one of my favorites. I'll always come back to it. Um, and then when I think about like, what else I love when it comes to anime, it's going to have to be Afro Samurai. Yeah. And, <laughs> Dude, oh my gosh. Afro Samurai. 
so good. Yeah. Like, and of course, no, like, okay, so if you don't know, uh, Afro Samurai has music from uh, RZA from mm-hmm. the Wu Tang Clan. So it's like this kind of marriage of, you know, like black music culture and hip hop, like yeah. kind of like meeting with like this like vibe of, you know, samurai and like Eastern kind of like shonen old era, you know, and it's like they have nothing to do with each other. And that's what makes it like so good. I yeah. feel like it's just like, you know, you have like you have people like the RZA or just other hip hop people or just like people in general that are so interested in this culture and they marry it and it makes this like really incredible, you know, gory kind of series. But at the same time, there's a great story there. Mm -hmm. You have a really cool, like stoic, you know, protagonist character who's just like, you know, his hair is always like blowing in the wind and you have like these crazy colored backgrounds and like, you know, and there's the voice of Samuel L. Jackson in there as like this, like kind of guy that's like, you know, he's maybe not even real, yeah, you know, but yeah. he's like oh. always there talking to him and like, hey, like, what's, you know, what's wrong? Why are you looking so serious? You know? <laughs> yeah. And it's funny because he's like always smoking like a big blunt. Like, you're pretty sure it's like a blunt, <laughs> you know, the whole series. And it's just like, it's just really like brings out. It's like, wow, like anime can be yeah, like it's not funny but it like made it like really just cool and different and it's not just like conforming to like what's you know anime supposed to be it's like telling a story that somebody really wanted to tell you know about the number one headband and like there's all these like crazy people in the world that are like trying to kill you know other people to get the number one headband you know you got like the white western guy who's like Oh, kid, you'll never be worthy, you know, and yeah. like, he's got the guns, and then, you know, you've just got this, like, you know, and it's also, like, a little bit more of a society, almost, like, comment, you know, on society a little bit when you have, like, you know, the black protagonist struggling, yeah. you know, against a world that basically doesn't think he's good enough, yeah. you know, they they killed his father, you know, and, like, and so you just have, like, all these people that you love to hate, and mm-hmm. then, you know, this guy, like, overcoming all these struggles. And he doesn't even barely say a word, you know, but you right. still love him. Yeah. Uh, so, anyway, that's why I love it. But uh, there's so much, you know, I could say about that one. Yeah. Jack, I'll give you a second to talk about um, the show that kind of defines you here in a second. But just real quick, like, off of Am- Afro Samurai, I... Yeah, I like the shows like Samurai Shampoo and Afro Samurai are always like going up and down Samurai over Shampoo. which one I like more. Oh, I do yep, think same. overall Afro Samurai <laughs> is I think I like that one more. That being said, there's something about Samurai Shampoo like there's like a chill kind of vibe to it mm-hmm. that I really love. But that there, you Your know, job is yeah, like yeah. And it means God so the good. intro for Samurai Shampoo. Oh my God, like oh, it's so good. It's you know, you don't think you watch an intro like a uh, tank, like the Cowboy Bebop one, and you're like, "Oh my god, how can it get better?" And you watch Samurai Shampoo, and you're yeah. like, "Oh, <laughs> what? And it, oh my gosh, it gets better." Yeah. Well, yeah, and so, so yeah. they're both amazing, and yeah. I don't feel like they should be compared at all because, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. I appreciate them on so many different levels. Like, yeah, completely. You know, Shampoo is a little bit more like, I don't know, like it, it is chill, you know, and it's like yeah. I could watch it. And you know what else? Whenever I rewatch one, I go and watch the <laughs> other one after yeah. that. Almost every time. Yeah. So they're both amazing, really. Yeah. 
So, Jack, after hearing about both of ours, I know yours is going to be different, but I think that's what makes <laughs> this conversation so good is because we have we're kind of hitting both sides. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, Jack, what is the show that you say, like, when you think of an anime, you have to tell somebody to watch it. What show defines you? What show are you going to be like, I okay. always am going to so, recommend this one. Like, like Michael, I have I have two shows because uh, yeah. I am kind of double sided in what I like in an anime. But also I have a third option it's kind of just like you know if you want to like an extra deep dive into this certain kind of style that i like so obviously mm-hmm. my favorite kind of style of anime is everyone knows it by now golden time i love these like slice of life more set in the mm-hmm. real world kind of stories that have to do with like, the characters and kind of the trials or tribulations they go through rather than them being like i have to get stronger to beat this guy or we got to go on a journey to get this certain thing or like you know it's a it's like a very like real story, but obviously it's anime, so it's not like 100% real. And so I like seeing like the characters kind of go through more, you know, over-exaggerated, but more like real emotions and just kind of dealing with more life rather than, you know, oh, I didn't beat this guy, so I'll go get stronger. Oh, I didn't beat him again, so I'll get stronger yeah. again. So. Because for me, I kind of got tired of seeing that. And so I like these ones that are 12 to 24 episodes. And it's just kind of like a nice story. And oftentimes the characters like really stick with you because they're just all like super likable. Or they're likable because they're like not likable people. You know what I mean? Like you like them as a character, but yeah. they're not good people. Uh, but on the flip side, well, before I get to the flip side, if you want a more deep dive, A Silent Voice, which is a movie on Netflix, mm. Charlie's still going to watch it. It is yeah. an amazing, amazing anime movie. Honestly, it's up there with Miyazaki. Okay. It is so Really? Good. It is. It, every time I watch it, I cry at least two or three times. It is so good. I mean, I cannot recommend this okay. movie enough. Uh, I'll have to check it out. You should. It's on Netflix, like I said. Anyways. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, on the flip side... I have yet to read the manga, which Charlie wants me to. Uh, but Berserk is another one of my favorite styles mm-hmm. of anime, where you have oh, the yeah. main character yeah. is just this hardened, really kind of like depressing, had a really bad like childhood, <laughs> but is like just this yeah. this overwhelming like beast of like this fighter, and he becomes mm-hmm. like this legend, and you just kind of follow his whole arc for lack of a better term, you know, just through all of what he does, who he goes through, who he meets. Uh, I just remember watching Berserk for the first time with you, Charlie, like mm-hmm. the original uh, anime. Yeah. It was like a really cool and fun experience. And I mean, it has a classic yeah. intro, one of my favorites. Um, yeah. And just, I don't know, there's something very like unique about Berserk that I feel like other shows definitely have tried to do, but they don't capture nearly as well as Berserk mm-hmm. does. I mean, and also Berserk inspired Dark Souls. I mean, just look at the freaking sword he uses, and that's like the great sword in the Dark Souls game. Like it's almost yeah. a one to one. So it's, I don't know. I kind of like both yeah. sides of the of the of the coin, but you know, I, I'm more fall into the category of the more lighthearted kind of. You know, I like feeling emotions rather than getting invested into lucrative stories mm. when when it comes to anime. So yeah. Well, and Berserk is just like so cool you know the way it's animated Mm -hmm. it's a little bit different the way it looks which is what it was like okay like i like how it like looks more like sketched almost 
Yeah. Um, I haven't read the manga, but you know, there's only so much of the anime, and I would definitely like more of that world, that story. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of the ones that uh, I highly recommend because I I've read all of that. And it's still ongoing, but there's a lot to read. Which is currently. Insane, In fact, I have like going. the big. Yeah, I'll have to leave. Michael, I have some of the big like collection books of it that I'll let you borrow at some point because they're really good. I would love I would love that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's hard to because, you know, going through and especially in the modern time, you know, so I'll take I'll take you guys back a little bit. An anime that I I love and also hate. And I feel like became indicative of kind of my falling away of what you would say, quote unquote, mainstream anime. Of course, as I always like to say here on the podcast, you are allowed to like whatever you want to like. If you like, hey, I got turned into a slime and I got transported to another world. That is fine. If that's your favorite show, go for it. That's great. If your favorite show is like a harem show with a bunch of like, you know, hot anime girls in it go whatever that's oh fine. yeah <laughs> but for me i fell off and this is like the point where i watched and you guys will probably but i think you guys both have had the same experience with this but watch the first half of the first season of sword art online and yeah i was like man this show's pretty good i, I like it a lot i like how dark it is like uh-huh. i like how these people are dying and then you know, at the end, he gets out and he goes and he gets whatever her name is from the hospital. And I was like, oh, the show's good. It's done. And then it kept going and it got real bad. Yeah. Yeah. I never yeah, watched again, after no that. No anybody like that. I just, you know, I don't know. I'm, I am I feel like that whole first, it was like, it was, it wasn't even more than 20 episodes. It was less than that. But the, it was. It's like 12. Yeah. It was yeah. a really good story and I thought it ended well. And I was like, I like that world. You know, I think they explored it just enough, yeah. and they've done all the can with it. Uh, and I like, I think the characters are fine, you know, and super good. And then they're the fairies, and there's no yeah. consequence to them dying. And, and I their know, guns yeah. yeah. And- but listen, even with that, I still kept watching <laughs> them. Like I, you yeah. know, like if I saw anything new come out, I would still watch it. Yeah. Like, and the thing I would categorize that as like half I kind of like it, and then half like. It's just kind of something to watch that's not so bad, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the first season, I really wish they would have like run with the concepts mm-hmm. a little bit more. And because it, it was really cool. And I think it could have been something even better. And instead, they've really just kind of dragged it out and turned it into something different, you know? Yeah. Um, and they kind of killed their opportunity, you know, by the way the story was written to like, I don't know. I, they could have like, you know, really capitalized on that year that they were in Sword Art Online, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But no, that, you know, I think for me, that marks kind of that point to where I did stop watching, like, the things that were coming out currently and recently. Of course, there are still some shows that I watched. Like, I still haven't finished the, I don't know. I know it's not the last season because I know there's more episodes coming out, but Attack on Titan, like I still have a couple more episodes oh to watch. Gosh. And, yeah. you know, I'm watching the new season of My Hero Academia is premiering now, so I'm watching that as well. But, you know, I think ultimately I kind of got tired of that more, and I hate to say the word generic because, you know, people, you know, put their lives and work into these these properties. 
But for, for sure. me, yeah. I got I did get tired of kind of that more of that generic style and direction. And you know, and I think as more especially as I got older and I got more used to it and I got more used to the concepts, you know, things that were so new and strange and weird when I was younger, I'm like, "Ah, eh, I can go without it." Yeah. And so I kind of want to pass it to you, Michael, first. What is kind of your feeling about just anime now? Like, is there any current series that are coming out now that you're like, man, this is really, really good? Or are you kind of in that boat to where you're looking in the past for things? Or you're kind of very specifically being like, okay, I can tell by the cover of this one. I can tell by the direction that I'm not going to like it. So where, where do you kind of stand with that now? Yeah. Um, man, the thing is, is like... I don't feel like there's a lot that just like is coming out that grabs me necessary mm-hmm. there. Yeah, I'm not like keeping up with a lot. Um, the thing is you got to realize like anime has been around for so many years really. And it's been evolving as an art form for so long that to me, time is almost a little bit irrelevant. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's like sometimes like a great series happens and it's like, you might not see anything like that for a long time. And you, should hope not to you know if it's yeah. really great it'll be a standalone thing and you know that's why i love darker than black mm-hmm. you know for me darker than yeah. black wasn't trying to be anything it was just what it was and maybe other people won't feel that way but as a story no, i love I it yeah. you know um it's one that i look up you know upon really favorably uh you know things like Samurai Champloo, Afro Samurai, even Cowboy Bebop, you know, which we've talked about. All of those ones, you know, they were great projects. A lot of them are a little bit older, you know? Mm-hmm. And, you know, like New Jobis, who did a lot of the music for Samurai Champloo, um, you know, he's passed away. You know, time has gone on and things have changed. And, um, you know, it's more like I, I love it that some of these things are stuck in their time and place and they're yeah. not trying to be anything outside of that. And I love that, you know, Miyazaki. Uh, and I don't want to discount slice of life stuff either. You know, yeah. uh, Jack, like that's a favorite genre of mine as well. Like that is why people love Miyazaki mm-hmm. films. I feel mm-hmm. like so much, you know, yeah. uh, The Wind Rises or Spirited Away a little bit more, you know, out there. But like you know, those films have like a homely kind of quality and they're telling stories of people. Yeah. And I do love that as well. And, you know, even though it's not anime, me and Jack were talking about uh, the show he brought up on the last episode, uh, the midnight diner. Mm. Uh, yeah. And so it's, good. and it's so good. I mean, it's, it's really, you know, just something that if you love, like just kind of something that you can really, just watch and you know drink tea too and relax and it's like not going to stress you out it's not going to try to like what's happening know, next like oh my gosh. senses yeah, yeah it's not trying to be anything and it's just telling the story and and you love it and you love seeing this good food it's almost like it kind of you know is a contemporary take on like what a show can be and so i i, I do love like slice of life a lot so uh, i do want to mention uh, Mushishi. Mm, I've started that and one, yeah. Mushishi is, for me, like, it's slice of life, but it's almost even more distant, you know? It's just, like, 
in the past in the kind of like Edo area, Japan, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, and he's just like a medicine man, an exerciser of, uh, you know, bad spirits. But it's so, you know, calming, like the whole show, you know, you just feel this sense of like, I'm, I'm in a place a long time ago and like a safe place, you know, and it's like weird. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's the music. It's, it's the way it's paced and the way people talk. Um, you know, I love those kind of homages to culture and, you know, a uh, different time mm-hmm. or, you know, like anime to me, like does not have to be like anything. It doesn't have to be shown and it doesn't have to be, I don't yeah. even think we should put categories on it because it's like, you know, one punch man could be called satire, but to yeah. me, it's a lot more than that, you know? Um, mm-hmm. There are layers there, you know, and they're incredibly complex medium. Uh, and I don't think people should like just, you know, take it for face value. And not everybody likes it. Not everybody wants to engage with stuff that they watch like that. Yeah. You know, some people just want to watch a show and mm-hmm. they don't want to like think about the story or anything, you know. So anime has a lot more to do with the person watching it than anything else, I think. And people who are you know, geared towards loving things that are fantastic, you know, or fantasy, whatever, uh, just something else. And they just want to like broaden their range of experience, you know, like that's like such a great medium mm-hmm. for it. Cause you could find anything like there's an anime for like anybody, like, I don't care yeah. who you are, you know, there is something out there that you will love. Like it might be really weird or disgusting or, you know, really cool or dark yeah, yeah. or light, you know, but it's there. And uh, that's what I love about it. I mean, it's an art form more than anything else, I think. Yeah. So anyway, Mushishi, uh, check it out if, if you can. You know, I think it is on Quibi. Uh, Quibi. Definitely a good calming show. I, I agree. So. Yeah. Mushishi is yeah. great. So Jack, passing it over to you now. Please. Um, you can talk a little bit about kind of that same question. So like, where do you stand now with anime? Like, how do you feel about it? And then conversely, if you want to take it in a different direction and talk about a different show or talk about like a specific show, it's totally up to you. Yeah. But I'll go ahead and pass the, uh, pass the mic and the camera to you. So to God, one day we'll actually have a camera. Like we'll, <laughs> we'll have a video podcast. On it. But anyways, uh, so I've kind of taken to anime. Like, I don't really seek out new animes that often. It'll be like, you know, every other week or so, I'll kind of look back and be like, do I feel like watching something? Can't find anything. I'll kind of browse through Crunchyroll or I'll just, you know, so you can find recommendations. But one thing that kind of has pushed me away from it a little bit is just the, at least what I see online, like people like and what they like in anime and how they just, how strongly people feel about it has kind of made me like, almost kind of go away from it a little bit because you know you scroll through something like tiktok or whatever and it's like i've watched over 200 anime so and these are the top five and you're like okay well you know whatever or it's like these are if you like this or if you like this and i'm like well why you know people like they they get so specific and so riled up over these little like nitty-gritty details and so for me i kind of just Whenever I watch something, I really try not to look up anything about it, even if there's like, you know, because ultimately you watch something, so it's like, oh, the manga is better. You know, it's like, okay, well, sorry, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't sit there and read the manga. I just, I just don't. I'm sorry. 
but you know and so i don't know whenever i try to to get into a show i really try to find something that i just haven't heard of not to just be you know all hipster or whatever but really just to kind of really go at it with no like okay i know what the show is or i know what to expect i just kind of really try to find something oh i like that characters look interesting what are the titles of the next couple episodes okay let's try it out and i usually give a new show like an episode maybe two if the first one like captures me second one gets me in i'll keep watching but the first one doesn't get me at all i just i don't watch any more of it because i just i'm not gonna watch something i don't care about you know what i mean i mean it should grab you in the first episode though that's just good yeah. writing yeah you know? but you have some story <laughs> some story so try to show me this one up re-zero starting life in another world great mm-hmm. like beginning episodes i think like really cool um if you guys haven't seen it basically this guy gets for some reason you don't know about gets teleported into another world uh anytime he dies he restarts again from like kind of seeming like a random point in time up until he does something and then it changes oh again. is this the one where he like throws his arm like yeah. far away yeah. Oh, yeah. That one's and really so, like, good. So, like, that one's, it is really good. But then, up to a certain point, you're kind of like, it, I it did, starts yeah, losing yeah. <laughs> why you liked it so much in the beginning, in, in my personal opinion. And I felt that same there's way. There's a certain point. Yeah. I mean, spoilers. Michael, have you seen it or like, okay. Yeah, I have finished. There's this it. part where, yeah. you know, he goes up to this, the, the mansion of, uh, you know, wherever he's holding this girl's dead body, and then boom, this giant creature comes out of the mansion. Basically, says like you have failed or whatever, and like cuts yeah. off his head. And that show just the credits start rolling. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like that is, yeah. <laughs> you know, so good. But then like, yeah, he doesn't. You know, he's trying to go after this girl that doesn't care about him at all, and this other girl's like pouring her heart out exactly. for him, and he's like, okay, but I, I don't love you that way. And you're like, it just, and yeah. then you know, he just. Everyone just seems to take things so slow. Like, it gets way too slow. Like, you can... It does. The first episode is super ambitious, yeah. you know? The way, like, the style is, and, like, you're like, whoa, you know? And, like, you're like, is there going to be... Every episode is going to be, like, a different, like, id or part of the, you know, subconscious. But it doesn't end up being what you would yeah. want and that's what mm-hmm. is like what and really so, then conversely <laughs> yeah. though you have another series like uh another series charlie show me because charlie there's a period where charlie show me just a ton of uh anime <laughs> uh but real life is an anime that i really like because yeah. it's short it's like 12 episodes or so this guy who's i think he's like 27 or something he's like can't find a job he can't hold one down and his mom's like i'm cutting you off of you know helping you out with money or anything and he's like okay well what am i gonna do now this and then this guy's like hey here's a pill it'll put you back in high school we're just doing an experiment we'll be in high school again for a year and we'll pay for everything and he's like what <laughs> that doesn't yeah, sound sketchy like, at all what? yeah the guy, it's just an unmarked pill and he's like sure and he he takes it and then wakes up the next morning and is like that's weird like why do i you know i don't feel like hung over i feel like you know totally new and like re-energized and then he's like oh yeah like I'm like in high school again. So then it's just, it's really weird, but like kind of like cool, like concept of a show, I think. And I think it's done very well. And he's like put through these different tests and all that kind of stuff. And just basically kind of lives life as a high school student, but he has a mindset of a 27 year old. And so he's, there's a part where he has to get something out from his backpack and his teacher's like, wait, 
are these cigarettes? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, oh, wait. Yeah. And so it's, you know, there, there are some good <laughs> yeah. moments like that in the show for sure. Well, that's the thing is like, if you have a concept like that, there's so many ways that you could go and it could be like really bad or really good. And like, that sounds like a good example of like making it like something that works. It's not like some creepy, creepy guy, you know, or anything like that. Mm-hmm. He, he's just lost, you know, I like yeah. that. And so that's, know? that's the kind of stuff uh, that I enjoy watching is, you know, it's, and it's nothing that like, where am I taking this? And so the reason I like it, because it's shorter, it tells a good story, and it doesn't overstay its welcome. That's why I like those shorter ones, is because they don't overstay yeah. their welcome. Have you watched Have you watched Eden of uh, uh, the East? Mm. Was there a movie of that one? It's a good call. You actually... or Yeah, there are movies. There's I want to say, say I've seen but, the uh, yeah. movie, but not the anime. Eden of the East is really good, it's like, actually. It's like pretty short but yeah. it's like you know he he's like is naked and he doesn't know anything about himself and he wakes up in front of the white house and he's yeah like, yeah is right white so yeah cool. and, and you're like whoa he's good yeah it's it's very slice of life but it's like like whoa like what is going on like why would this guy be here and not know who he is yeah and then you just have some girl that's like kind of thrown mm-hmm. into it um and it's very short it's like it does not overstay its welcome, but it does surprise you and take you kind of like further than you expected. And it also has its really nice kind of slice of life moments. And I really like it. It's a little bit political, you know, because, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's kind of about like who's going to like benefit Japan. Like there's essentially like um, I forget what they're called, but there's like 13 of them and they are all given like phones with like a bunch of yeah, money on yeah. Them. yeah like a lot of money and they have to like make japan better you know and so there's like it's like a game and like somebody's gonna win but nobody really knows like the rules and so it's pretty cool uh because it's like you really would have no idea what to expect from it uh watching it for the first time um but you know anime is like and that's the thing you can do you can come up with any crazy concept you know, and make a anime about it. And it seems like everyone has, you know, it's just like the most insane concepts that make almost no sense. And sometimes it is executed so well. And a lot of times it is not very true. Yeah. Um, Try. Did you answer the question or have we gotten to you yet? Yeah. Yeah. I kind of brought up like, um, sword art online yeah, right. as my dropping off point, but to kind of round off, our episode here it's been it's crazy we've already been going for like almost an hour which is insane doesn't feel like excuse it. me an hour um, no, i'd like to not. just kind of like open up the floor i'll start us off here and then we'll go over to jack next but just to you know give a shout out to some of the anime out there you can pick one show go in depth you can shout out multiple the one i had in mind is a. it's like a i believe it's six episodes and they're all like an hour long and it's called helsing uh, I don't oh, know if any yeah. of you guys have seen Scrolled this, but it's like a, a hyper, hyper violent vampire story. But man, like mm-hmm. when I think of it, just like these kind of like exactly what you were saying, like, like these concepts that you're like, you would hear it on paper and you'd be like, is that a good idea? Is that a good idea to have yeah. a vampire who's all powerful? He can't be killed. Okay. I'm down. He takes a new, he takes a new uh, servant, a new person to make become a vampire okay cool but now they're going to be fighting supernatural nazis who are trying to start yeah who are trying to kill the world again you're like wait yeah a second, you're like what, what? 
<laughs> yeah, where did and this come like, from? And I, oh my gosh, <laughs> anime is so weird. And they're like, also, it's hyper gory. It's really gory. And you're like, what? Very gory. Also, yeah. there's a deranged, super awesome killer priest man in it. And he's using like these awesome mm-hmm. holy spells. And you're like, <laughs> you're like, what? Yeah. So uh, definitely like that one is one of those ones that sticks out to me. It's just like, I remember it so vividly and I've only watched it once. I'm just like, what in the world was that? Like, yeah. wild. So we'll go ahead. And, I, uh, I didn't actually finish yeah. that one and mm. I probably should. I got about halfway <laughs> through it and for some reason I kind of, like, maybe it was like the episode or whatever, but. Yeah. So it's, they have like a more traditional series and then they have like a very true to form to like what the source material was series and that's the one i'd recommend each episode's like 45 minutes long and it's like the animation's really good yeah so i'd recommend kind of like that shorter longer episode and god i gotta say i like me some 45 minute anime episodes yeah i I think they're both good but like the the more true to form one it's kind of like the uh the difference between you know you have the original full metal alchemist series and then you have Brotherhood, which is just like a more true to form to like the source material. It's kind of like that. Yeah. But um, well, and there's ahead. nothing yeah. worse than an anime that is like 15 minutes long every episode. I would like to say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Longer episodes. Definitely, I think that should be a thing going mm-hmm. going forward in the future. But uh, you know, Jack, I'll pass it on oh, to sick. you. What shows do you want to to round us out here? What shows do you want to like shout out and um, talk about? So there's a really good one called Ancient Magus Bread. Uh, I like this one a lot because mm. and it's it, there's a really depressing backstory to like the main female lead. Like so I'm not gonna spoil anything, but she can see like these I forget what they're called, but she can see like these demons basically in like the real world that like no one else can see, but only a select few people can because it's like a gift or something. Well it's not really told in the story is that she is not mm. like Japanese. She's she, I think she's like British or something, but like that's not ever like said really. It's just kind of like, oh, like you know, you don't look like you know, like a like a Japanese girl or whatever. And so it's like it's that's a weird tone that's never really discussed. But it and then like it deals with her basically becoming like this um, student essentially to this really ancient teacher who's been around for like over a thousand years or something. Uh, and this guy, he's like, I don't like understand emotions at all or anything. I just like. I'm this wizard guy. And, but like over time, like, you know, it kind of becomes like this romantic story kind of, but not really. Um, it's like a really like cool, like just the whole concepts in it are very cool because there's like tons of like ancient beasts. There is like, you know, magic blacksmiths and stuff like that. I mean, the whole concept of the show is really cool. Um, that one's good. Let me see. I'm looking at a list here. I'm trying to find a list of things I've watched in the past, but, uh, that there's also sing yesterday to me which deals with uh basically people that are our age kind of you know trying to in a sense like find love again but Hmm. i don't know there's something about the story that so this guy's like oh like i like this girl a lot like when i was in high school but it's been so long i don't know if like she's gonna like me anymore like what's going on in her life but then like there's this other character that's you know, I don't know. Senior State to me is really good. It's one of my newer favorites. Uh, I can't really describe it more than that because I don't want to give away the story. But 
has to do with characters that are our age, which is why I kind of connected to it. Because I was like, oh, I'm almost 27, and this guy's 27. You know, it's kind of, or he, he actually might be like 30. But so it, that's kinda yeah, it kind of deals with characters that are old, older. Actually. And I'm like, oh, I like that. Like it deals with people that aren't in high school anymore. It's kind of dealing with. Yeah, like a 13-year-old, like, who's going to save the world, you know, like. Yeah. You know, a lot of anime has, like, that trope of, like, super young people, yeah. like, doing things that, like, no young person How would ever do. How old is Ichigo again? Isn't, like, 15? <laughs> or something? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, let me see if I have any more. Um, none of these really I'd recommend. I just kind of remember watching them. That's the problem. And also, Sam had access to my account at one point. I don't know what he watched on my account. But <laughs> those those are two that I'd recommend people to watch if you want to kind of get into anime that isn't like none of those shows where you have anything like over the top or like that super like tropian anime. So I think, you know, they're good starters for people who aren't mm-hmm. like, oh, I don't want to see like typical anime stuff, I guess. So, right. Yeah. All right. Michael, what about what about you, man? What do you want to what do you want to talk about here? Yeah, I mean, I've got a couple for you. So I have mm. uh, I've recommended this to Jack just on knowing that he really likes that slice of life stuff. Uh, Paradise Kiss is one that I saw when I was a, a little bit younger, and I ended up really falling in love with it uh, as a style, as a show. But in this story, you essentially have uh, a girl who's trying to be like a fashion designer. And so it's yeah. a very like, yeah, it's like really like out there. Like you wouldn't normally care yeah, about it. Maybe I totally if you forgot about this show. Yeah. Yeah. But it's <laughs> like this, like almost love story, but it's like, like feelings of like, I don't know, like love, love lost, that kind of stuff. Um, you have this really cool group of people, mm-hmm. interesting characters, and they're all designers in some sense or another. And they all kind of have this like little like basement like hangout. Um, it's it's really great like, and it's not at all like a weeby I guess like show. And it's like you would think yeah, it would that, be, but it's is. really <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, definitely one to check out. Um, another one. I, I this is a movie I would like to to bring up, and mm-hmm. because of the art style, uh, Tekken Kincrete. Mm. Um, and I don't know if either of you have seen this, uh, no, but it's a movie. So. Okay. Uh, it's a fantastic one. Uh, can you still yes. hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I thought I'd like turn my button. Uh, oh, good. so it takes place in Tokyo, but you basically just have these two kids that they're like essentially living on the street, but it doesn't like frame it like that. Right. Like they're like, they're getting along just fine. You know, and like, so they like tag stuff and they do graffiti all over Tokyo. They're always trying to do like the next like craziest thing, you know, the highest building or like, Mm -hmm. you know, tagging wherever. And so, uh, you know, they're just two kids and one of them is uh, the older brother. Uh, I'm trying to find his name right now. But and then his younger uh, sibling is kind of like mentally impaired, you kind of assume, you know, or just at okay. least isn't very like engaging. But uh, they go around and kind of just try to like, you know, make their claim on the streets, you know, and like live and survive. And they have this encounter with the Yakuza. Oh. 
essentially. And so it becomes this like whole like cat and mouse kind of film, but like uh, the art style is really, really good. It's a great story Two really cool characters, you know, and I definitely like that movie a lot. Um, you know, and since it is a movie, you know, it's not like, you know, you have to get super invested in it or anything. Um, and so that's a really great one. Uh, Trigun, just going to throw a shout out mm, there. Yeah. Uh, if you just like, you know, like a good old, like classic badass, like Western shooter, mm-hmm. uh, Trigun is, is really great too. But the main one I want to bring up to you, uh, and to everyone, uh, I guess listening is Mononoke. Mm, uh, the yeah. reason why is just cause I know nobody has probably seen it because it's like so hard to find, you it's know, and it's one. like, it was made a while ago it's it's just it's the craziest thing you'll ever see um yeah the way the art is it's like sliding pieces of paper and like designs in the background that kind of move mm-hmm. uh it's kind of like chowder like almost if you remember yeah, that yeah. kind of art style but it's you know like watercolor kind of esque essentially i mean it follows this medicine man uh who is there to expel demons you know, he looks like super mysterious and crazy. Um, but at its core, it's actually a, a horror, you know, uh, series, you know, it's essentially like dealing with like demons that are haunting places mm-hmm. and, and really weird stuff happens. Like, you know, uh, rooms go on infinitely and the art style just almost makes it even kind of like creepier. Uh, but every episode there's a different demon that he has to like, encounter and uh deal with uh and if you're like into artistic like looking animation uh mononoke is a must for sure yeah it kind of the whole show kind of looks like um oh what's his name yoshitaka amano the guy who does like the concept art for final fantasy if you ever seen those yeah really it, it looks kind of like that yeah mononoke is a uh, really cool like it's, it's one of those really shows that great. i saw you- yeah that go no go ahead michael go ahead no no go ahead no no no. i was gonna say it's one of those shows that i saw that i was like (laughs) man this is like a really good idea and it's one of those ones that's kind of upsetting you're like i can't believe somebody thought of an idea and executed in this way and it's really good for it yeah so uh, i just pulled up the wikipedia because like since it's so hard for me to put my thumb on it uh, the way that it's described here is it's a Japanese avant-garde anime. Mm-hmm. And that is, like, a very good description. Like, it, it is trying to be, like, a little bit, like, artistic. Yeah. Uh, but he essentially is a medicine seller, or he calls himself a medicine seller. Uh, faces a myriad of supernatural perils. Uh, Edo period Japan. So very, mm-hmm. like, just old and, like, far away feeling. Like, you just don't really understand a lot like that's going on in that sense but you don't really need to um but it is a little bit creepy like you know definitely like some of the demons and like the way that and some of it's like really sad too i guess but um really like great stories uh it didn't go on for very long i think it's you know pretty short uh, but that's a really yeah, good one. Yeah, I've looked it up. I'm looking at the art so, style. I think those would be my shout Looking at the art style right now. It's very interesting. It is, yeah. It looks like, like I said, like paper. Yeah. You know, it's like somebody hand drew it, you know, and it's neat. Hmm. 
really really cool interesting show really cool actually yeah and, uh, i wouldn't do it justice if i tried to describe it anymore you know yeah. so <laughs> <laughs> another good one uh gurren lagan it's a really good anime oh well. yeah uh, that one oh, yeah. it's kind Grand of Logan. That is a and kill one. a kill it's a little one punch ish mm-hmm. before like one punch man a little bit yeah they yeah what I would say those two shows, especially like uh, Girl on the Gone and then Kill a Kill, while they do, they're more of a show, like a traditional show than One Punch Man is. They definitely have those satire-esque vibes to them, mm-hmm. especially Kill a Kill with like their weird outfits and stuff. And I mean, Girl on the Gone, sorry, anybody hasn't seen it. If you're really interested in seeing it, stop listening right now. But like, I love how crazy that show gets at the end where they're fighting what the spiral and the, or the anti-spiral people, and, and in fact, actually, it's that's what I use for the cover of Tales of Ephemera, that face, and then just how they're throwing galaxies. It looks at each really other cool, the by the way. <laughs> Thanks, but you know, like yeah, I saw it on yeah. Amazon. <sighs> yeah, those uh, yeah, Jack, those that's a really good call out. Really good call out. Uh, another one that some people might yeah. not like as much, but I really like uh, Darling and the Franks. That's that's a good mm. show. Um, I that I think. One. The fan base is really bad, but the actual show, I think it's like a really sort out online. <laughs> I think it's like a really cool concept. And I think it's done in a really cool way, but I mean, it's also very anime, so it has anime moments in it. But overall, Dying in the Bronx is really good. I think he would say he would say the manga is better. But, uh. <laughs> by the way uh you guys talked about psychopaths last episode that's also yeah. a really great yeah. you know kind of like crime uh i don't know like it's not like that crazy of a show but it's mm-hmm. just good yeah psychopaths um is one of my all-time favorites especially that first season i think is like so strong i know it's continued for a second it's season and i believe good. there's a third season and there's like a movie and but if for anybody out there, the just the first season of Psychopaths is like really good. Very solid show. It's one of those shows that like you watch the first, you know, five, six episodes and you're kind of like, I don't know if it's this really has a lot of momentum to it. Um, but then it starts going off and you're like, can't stop watching it. And all of a sudden you're you watch 24 episodes and you're you finished it and, you know. Uh, so oh yeah, my gosh, yeah, highly recommend Psychopaths. Mm, some good anime movies. That's how I felt about for. Hunter. I was just gonna say Hunter by Hunter. Like I, yeah, I did not think I would like it, and I mm-hmm. actually really liked it. And I wish there was more of it. <laughs> yeah, that that's another show. Another good. It's actually um, that show is very like I think My Hero Academia kind of captures a lot of the similar vibes to that, where you have like a group of yeah, friends. Like, yeah. It's shown in, but like it does kind of come back to like, you know, that friend group, but just like the idea that like there's all these like other bad like, you know, people out there that they have to like, you know, compete yeah. with like uh Hisoka, you know, like the kind of mm. Joker dude. Yeah. You know, so there's like great characters and I think like anime at the end of the day, if you have great characters and a good story to tell, like you really yeah. can't go wrong. For sure. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's it's one of those things that, and especially, I'll try to, I mean, I don't have anywhere to be, guys, but I won't keep your time for too much longer. 
is one of those oh, yeah, things cool. where it's how much it's just inspired different aspects of my storytelling even now you know like I think like the standout moment and Michael, you'll know about this, but Jack will tell you too. So in our D and D campaign that kind of got halted for COVID, uh, Michael's character was a monk named singing wind and his whole backstory is that he is numb. Yeah. No monk. That's a very important. Um, but his whole backstory is that he came from this temple up in the mountains. Um, and he had this monk brother named Vokt who basically pulled a Sasuke from Naruto and killed everybody. Pulling a Sasuke, you know. And so they were like, yeah, you know, <laughs> pulling a Sasuke. Um, but, you know, and then that, the, in the eventual showdown between Singing Wind and Vokt was very much just Afro Samurai inspired style. Like, they're like jumping That's what off it felt walls like. and, you know what I mean? So like, I can't express enough that like, even if I do fall out of anime, or even if like the shows that I watch now are few and far between, it's still like such a big part of like how I think of stories and media. And, you know, like I agree it, it's makes me, it's just make yeah. it just, it's a wider lens. And it's funny. Cause like Kate, so she really liked berserk, but I can't for the life of me. Like she doesn't take animation that seriously. And I don't, I don't blame her. I'm not like, Oh man, you're stupid for doing that. But like, I totally understand. Like I'll watch adventure time. I mentioned Adventure Time on the last episode, just about oh, like, it's worlds great. and how into it I'll get. Yeah. Um, but Kate is not that way. And so it's not for everybody. But like I said, I think it's those entry points. It's those entry points that you find yourself kind of falling mm-hmm. into. You know, you fall into that rabbit hole of watching Spirited Away for the first time. And you're like, this movie oh is wild. Gosh. You watch Princess Mononoke. Yeah. You know, you get to the end with the forest spirit and you're like, what when is going on? When you first see the forest like, spirit, he's just That movie weird. is so long (laughs) yeah you know and then you kind of branch out from there and so it's all about finding that connecting point for you and if you're one of those one of our dear listeners out there who is like man i don't know what to watch i want to get into anime but it's just all kind of intimidating honestly pick a show that seems interesting to you and jump in don't even look up like reviews just jump in and see what you think because yeah that's going to be the defining point. Now, I do say for like those people who like just, I don't know, media, movies, fantasy in general, sci-fi, there are some that I can recommend that I think are good entry points. Cowboy Bebop, I think, is a fantastic entry point. It's it not, really don't have to stick around for a long, deep story. However, there is one there that kind of runs through all the episodes in the background. And it doesn't have it doesn't a lot of take kind itself of the, too seriously, yeah. you know, as a show. Exactly. It doesn't have a lot of those tropey moments where it's like, oh, I fell on the girl and my face fell into her boobs, but uh, I'm just going to jump up and blush. <laughs> and oh, I'm so sorry. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I said, if that's your thing and that's what you, you know, you laugh at that, that's totally fine. I'm not judging you. I'm just saying for some people, they watch that and they're like, why would you consider this medium serious? Yeah. You watch all? something like <laughs> High School of the Dead and you're like, what? <laughs> Excuse me. I love and I love high school. Dude, I, high school yeah, it's a love hate relationship. It's <laughs> but it's so dumb. <laughs> but that's why it's so good. Um, so no, go ahead, guys. I have one more shout out that I oh, yeah, really I have shout to some make. Out and then, yeah. yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. So uh, this is a brand new series that just came out on Netflix. Um, it was produced, written, and directed pretty much by Flying Lotus. Um, who's a really incredible musician that I have been a fan of for years and years. And if you've ever watched Adult Swim, 
you know, like mm-hmm. back in the day and like kind of that weird music that would come up on those screens in between. Uh, a lot of that was Flying Lotus, you know. Uh, Dude, you know, I had no idea. Like, you got me into Flying Lotus, but I had no idea that they did like the Adult Swim stuff. Like the yeah, they did uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force song. Like okay, okay, he did so much stuff with them, and so you'll recognize his sound, like probably. But Yasuke is the name of the show. Yeah, um, dude, I've been hearing is, about that. You really should watch it. It is about um, you know an African American samurai. Kind of like I know we were talking about Afro samurai, and mm-hmm. when I started watching this, I was like worried that it would basically be like trying to be different from that. It does not even have to try because it's like <laughs> a completely different story. Yeah. And it's so good the way it's done, the music, you know, the character. Um, you know, if if you like any kind of animation at all, you'll probably really like it. You'll love the music anyway. But yeah. it's interesting because it actually tells a story, a real story. Um, mm-hmm. Yasuke was a man of African origin who served as a retainer under the Japanese uh, daimyo Oda in 1579 so you know it it, he's one of those people where you know flying lotus he's an artist you know he's uh the nephew of um alice coltrane you know his his roots are in music and in black history and you really Mm -hmm, do mm kind of see that come through in him trying to kind of like bring the story to life and it it's really uh one that you shouldn't miss i mean really great story it is gory and like action filled but yeah. it's not trying you know it's just yeah. good so check it out definitely jack so i have uh michael actually reminded me of another shout out so i have one after you but jack so go right ahead. i just want to real your... quickly shout out we'll just some anime films that i think are just really good movies uh they're all by the same guy makoto shinikai uh movies are the garden of words okay. your name and weathering with you all like fantastic mm. Like the movies look beautiful. Some of like the most beautiful animation I've seen. They're so good. How have I not like heard of these? They're, at all? They, dude. So weathering with you and your name, like those are some of those that were big. hailed as yeah. like, like in when those came out in Japan, they were like huge movies. Uh, like Akira level is what yeah, it sounds they're, like. You know, they were. They have amazing soundtracks. You know, amazing artwork, and the stories are just really. They're just really good. Uh, so highly recommend those. I think it might be a Netflix. Can you say that again? What what the name was called of the guy who made them? His name is Makoto Shinakai. All right, Makoto I'm gonna look Shinakai. into that later. Makoto Shinakai. And yeah, so I'll just check those out. Um, super super good movies. He's also done uh, five centimeters per second. The place promised in our early days and children who chase lost voices yeah. so he's, he's done like a lot of movies but i'm looking at the wikipedia now um he's been called the new miyazaki in several reviews but he calls that comparison an overestimation so you know <laughs> that's so humble like he's like yeah <laughs> but but don't he's like but no so just super yeah, good yeah i would hate that i i keep i always imagine that i'm like what if i ever <laughs> you know i, I get release my book and it gets to... big <laughs> And somebody's like, oh, man, this is the next J.R.R. Tolkien. I'm like, oh, no, don't say that. Like, I don't want that pressure, man. <laughs> like, I'm not that good. <laughs> Charlie then later released oh a book gosh. that got the most negative reviews he's ever gotten and sent him into a spiraling depression. <laughs> so n- while oh not gosh. 
anime, anime, as far as, you know, being from Japan. I still think this series definitely counts on Netflix, and it's really good. Oh, the Castlevania series. It's so good. Oh, I, uh, yeah. I adore that series. One, yeah. I think it's just amazing. Um, the final season's coming out soon. Really excited for it. One of those ones that's like, I feel like it's kind of a sleeper hit. Like, it's just the action in it is so good. The stories are like really violent, gory, really good too. Like the story overall, I feel like especially in that first season and then like going on to with you have like, I don't know, the, the demon smiths who can like make demon creatures and stuff. Really good stuff in oh, there. Wow, yeah. And uh, if you haven't watched it, very uh, highly recommend it. I think it's very good. So that's another one. You you mentioned that one on Netflix, uh, and I just was like, oh yeah, there's Castlevania's on Netflix. So while not, well, and I love. Yeah, go ahead. I just love anything that has lore like <laughs> preceding it as like you know yeah. its current medium, and that's like what's cool about Castlevania. You know, there's like if you've ever played like any Castlevania or anything, it's just like a great treat because yeah. yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, it, that's I think what's so great about that series is because it borrows so much from the games. But also, if you've never played the games and only kind of have like just awareness, like an awareness of them, I still think the show works. And it's one of those things that like going forward, I really hope that when they start being like, oh, man, we want to make this video game into a series like they should really consider animation as like the way to go. Because, yeah, why do a live action attack on Titan? Why do that? Like, (laughs) I mean, I haven't seen them, so I don't know if they're good or not. But like, or why do a live action Death Note? I I actually yeah. think a live or action like, Death Note could work, but not in the way they did it. Yeah, you'd have, uh, you'd have to do it right. And the thing is, is it would almost have to be a different story. Like, cause, yeah. you know, it's like I like the way that that story is told. Although, yeah. unpopular opinion, I'm not a big fan of how it ends. But oh no, yeah, you I, know. yeah. Death Note ends I for mean, me like around the middle. Like, sorry, spoilers, yeah. people, but like when L dies in death note and you have the other two people who take over for him mellow and is it near i don't remember yeah but yeah, yeah yeah just not quite as good like the cat and mouse with a uh, light and l is the, like yep really good like when he shows up to his graduation and he's like hey by the yeah. way i'm l <laughs> and light like freaks like, out <laughs> you're watching it and you're like whoever wrote this has to be so smart like you know, <laughs> know. they like thought of things like 12 steps ahead yeah. and it's like but yeah, the cotton mouse is what makes it so good and gets you into it. I do think the rest of it is still good and worth watching, and I think yeah. it does resolve what it needs to resolve. I think you know the transition of light from like this kind of like self righteous like person to like like literally like you hate him by the mm-hmm. end of it, and I I do like that. Like that was done really well, but it also it's like it is strange because you're like man like it gets crazy quick when like after they kind of find out maybe who he might be or whatever and like when he's in that helicopter like trying to write yeah lights or or yeah he's like trying to write his own name or whatever and you're like what like yeah yeah it it gets so nuts yeah uh, great story though yeah. really great story yeah no i agree well friends is there are there any other ones that have come to your mind that you want to mention or anything else that you kind of like anime related that you'd like to bring up before I uh, round us out here? You know, I guess I'm, like I'm, I'm good. I think I'm good. I don't really have any more like shout outs. Like I could shout out animes that I like 
all day. Yeah, so right, I think yeah. it's like a little bit more like valuable to just kind of talk about like why, you know, and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess I'd like to say like, like in the future, like what I'd like to see from anime and oh, like yeah. as a, as a medium, I guess I would really like to see a lot more like risks taken, mm-hmm. like, in the storytelling in the animation style specifically because like obviously as we go forward in the future like a lot of stuff is like turning the cgi technology that makes it like really easy you know to make this kind of stuff and like you know some of the stuff that we've mentioned and that we love you know more than anything else i mean a lot of it was like hand drawn uh you know there's somebody behind it that just really cared. Like mm-hmm. I, I want to see a lot more like just kind of, I don't know, efforts to like push the limits, you know, yeah. uh, looking forward to see what happens because, you know, like I told, I said earlier, I don't really like look for a lot of new anime or anything, but like yeah. when Yasuke came out and I was like, man, I've supported this, this musical artist for years. Let's give it a shot. And it's like I'm so glad and I it was did horrible. because yeah. it was really good, <laughs> really, really great. You know, so good stories. I want to always see that, but I always want to see that animation style like be pushed because that is what has drawn me to like a lot of my big mentions tonight. Like, you know, Tekken Concrete. Like, it's the art yeah. style. That's why I love it. The Animatrix uh, is another, I <laughs> guess, Animatrix. like shout out of yeah. like, yeah. I mean, it's cool. It's yeah, you know. Uh, you know, Mononoke, like all these, like they, they have something about them that no, nothing else has. So that's why I guess I love it um, as a medium. I definitely have to echo that. Like there's the different styles and forms of storytelling you see are all really captivating. And I think, you know, kind of building off what you said, Michael, I would really like to see this may be like controversial. I don't think it is, but I'd really like to see like that definition of anime loosen up a little bit to where people here in America, here and people in China, people all over the world can start doing animation stuff and we consider it anime. Like it doesn't have to be specifically from Japan. And I would like to see like with that expansion, like, I mean, Hey, like pitch like an anime show. You got 40 minute episodes, like throw it up on HBO. Like, you know, oh, yeah. really expand, like, say, like, hey, I want to do this really complex and amazing story. Let's start off with a movie and then let's try to maybe spin it off into a show or something like that. Like, just expand that format, you know, because I think. But then again, maybe no, that's ahead. what makes it great is that yeah. it's not like, you know, on HBO or like hasn't been like, I mean, I guess it's more on Netflix now, but a lot of the Netflix animation that I've seen that's like OG Netflix, it those aren't the ones that grab yeah, me for sure. Yeah. You know, and it, it comes again from, it's like, you know, if you're an artist and you just want to make something good, like those are some of the best ones. It's, yeah. it's not something that comes from HBO. You know, we know how they butchered like game of Thrones, or at least I think they did in the last mm-hmm. season. You know, yeah. there's just like a whole set of risks that comes with something getting bigger as an industry. True. It's true. Yeah. So I feel like, but that's what will make the stuff that we have mentioned, you know, special, you know. Um, but I do hope to see more like, you know, widespread, you know, kind of adoption of it, of animation and 
I mean, there's a lot of cool stuff that could be done. Yeah, I mean, we talked about this uh, maybe on the last episode, but I brought up the the Dead Space comics. You know, it'd be cool to kind of see anime Mm, in that kind of style. It was done by like three or four people, you know, which I I mean, not voices more so, but like the artwork Mm -hmm. was done by like one or two people. And it'd be cool to kind of just see Mm -hmm. maybe a bit more refined, but, you know, just something kind of that simple, but that grabs you. It's short, sweet, doesn't overstay its welcome. I like that kind of that kind of would appeal to me more so than like, hey, here's an anime that looks just like every other anime and has this character who gets stronger. Yeah. It's like, no, like give me some just like crazy out there horror anime that's totally weird right. you know, and different. Um, but maybe inspired by like Alien or something, you know? Because when was the last anime you watched and the was inspired thing by is- Alien? That Dead Space, like, kind of animated. It's not really, like, even animated. It's kind of like stills, you know? But I feel like it's, like, one of the best told stories in animation that I can kind of, like, think of off the top of my head. And there's not a lot of, like, horror uh, or scary stuff in the genre. So I love to see it, you know? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Man, we've been going. Yeah, people, yeah. (laughs) Honestly, what it comes down to, I think, and Michael, I think you hit the nail on the head. Like, people... If you have an idea out there, like a good idea, I think most of the time it's going to be a good idea. And it just is, you know, putting in that time and work to see it through. And then you're trying to share it with as many people as you can. Hey, take take Charlie's book, for example. I mean, are you making a show just to meet a quota, you know, like Funimation? Or is this like a real project? Like, I can tell that whoever made, you know, East of Eden... Or darker than black, Ooh, that or show. you know some of these stories, they really cared, you know. And it wasn't about like, oh, this episode has to be more intense than the last, yeah, or whatever. Um, it just was what it was, and you either appreciated it or you didn't, yeah. And that's why, like, what I said about Netflix, like animation, like I do feel like they really are kind of like pumping out these like shows. And that's not to say that whoever's behind it doesn't care, mm. but. You know, maybe I'm just kind of jaded. I don't know. <laughs> it's tough. I mean, I so to take it as a, a little bit of a side here, like as everybody knows who's listening to this podcast regularly, I watched through all of the Marvel movies, and you know, so I'm like all caught up. I'm all current, but still, my most favorite ones are the ones where the person in charge, or I mean, that person, but the people in charge had a vision, and they just chased that vision completely you know what i mean so i'm thinking of example like thor ragnarok thor ragnarok is just a great movie by itself it's good yeah it's great fantastic you know what i mean and like those are always whether it's going to appeal to me when you follow that vision through and you don't compromise yourself and say hey you know people won't like this or i can't do this because it's been done before we're getting to that point where like most things have been done before and that's okay it's about how you tell yeah. that story now. It's about the view of the story. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, Listen, I love blockbusters. I have to be honest. Like, I disagree with how you guys kind of feel about Marvel as a whole. But I'm not like a Marvel fanboy necessarily. But um, I really do love those movies. I, I oh, get I've a great around, sense man. of satisfaction, you know, like, yeah. you know, watching them. I think it's like really cool the cameos from like you know other like heroes from other movies and just kind of like they all have their own past and stuff now i think that they have done a great job you know making marvel like new because it's like i don't really care about superheroes and i like those movies 
Yeah, um, I agree. You know, the same way with anime, a lot of people might think they hate anime, but they just haven't even tried to watch something that they probably would love. Right. Um, you know, not to say Marvel, everybody would love it, you know, but yeah, yeah. I do love blockbusters. I love those big moments, you know, King Kong. I uh, went and saw that, you know, just like, yeah, I, I do love that stuff, but there is like a level of like, are you sacrificing a little bit of like authenticity in the movie? You know, yeah. uh, well, you know, Star Wars was great without all of this effects, you know, stuff right. like that. And that's, you know, I think one of the, a good point to bring up as well is that like there's space for everything and there's space for people to make the big blockbuster movies and then also to branch out and experiment. Yeah. And like, that's what I don't, you know, that's what I don't want to lose is like, I don't want everything to become, oh, hey, this is safe and we can make money doing this. So let's do that. It's like, no, sometimes you do have to take that risk. And, you know, this is only coming from me, very limited point of view with, you know, writing my book. Like, oh, again with the book. I can't tell you how many times. Yeah, I can't tell you how many times (laughs) I've like stopped and been like, am I just wasting my time? Like, could I be making the money some other way? But when it comes down to it, I love doing it. And so that's why I'm going to do it. And I mean, that's what matters, my dude. So that's really the only lens I can speak from. I've never headed a big project. I've never been in control of a team making a movie. So, you know, take what I'm saying as far yeah. as people. I bet it's a lot of work. You staying know? true. I mean, making, yeah. a, making a good story is not easy. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah. like the fact that you could make me like, you know, Monsters, Inc., you know, of course, like I watched it as a kid and loved it, right, but it's yeah. like I still love that movie. I think it's a great. Oh yeah, I'll turn it on for Ellie and like, I watch it with her. It's such a, it's such a good movie. Yeah, it's hilarious. You know, the character development's great. Like, and like Pixar has just always smashed it. You know, out of the park. Like, you know, if something is done well and there's passion there, I will probably love it. Unless like there's just no reason why I would like it. I guess I don't know. Yeah. I agree. Well, guys, if that's all you've got to... Sorry, that sounded kind of accusatory. <laughs> if that's all you have. <laughs> that's, no, if that's, if, that's uh, if there's anything else you want to mention, uh, feel free to go ahead and mention it. I've but if got, not, uh, yeah. about an hour-long speech. I would like to make. <laughs> Uninterrupted. I might have to, might have to 86 hour-long speech. Might have to. That'll be the bonus Patreon episode. Michael, that's like, cool. start in the recording. Michael's like, when I was a boy... It just cuts. <laughs> all right, everybody. That's the end of the... <laughs> When I was a boy in Bulgaria, yeah, they'll <laughs> never have me on again. <laughs> It'll be the Patreon exclusive. Oh, man. But oh, yeah. man. It's been so fun, guys. Thank you awesome, for having yeah, me on. Yeah. I've been wanting to do this for a while. And honestly, it's just fun to talk to you guys. You know, like I'm ready to hang oh, yeah. out again and like get yeah. together with our group, play yeah. some D&D, mm. you know, and just kind of chat. Uh, you know, yeah. it's been a tough year for everybody, Definitely. for sure. Yeah. But this podcast has been a light in in that tunnel. So Dude, thank you. Thank I appreciate you that. Yeah, no, well, means a lot. thank you so much. I mean, like your support and you know, just like your interaction with the podcast makes it worth doing. And I mean, Jack and I, not to downplay the work we do, but Jack and I are like literally having yeah. conversations into a microphone. And the fact that like people can listen to that and be like feel a part of that conversation and feel a part of the group and you know not feel left out, especially in the times we're living in is like fantastic. And that's, mm-hmm. that's all we want. You know what I mean? Like, like I've said, even if this podcast just stays as like this local in between thing for like the in group of people that we know, that's great because you know, 
We can still stay like, connected. Like there are people. Yeah, like you know, and I even told like like our grandparents and stuff. I'm like, guys, like they should listen to it because what better way to like keep up with us and keep up with how we're doing? Like, yeah. You know, that's what I love. I mean, I get to hear you guys talk. It feels like almost I'm hanging out with you a little bit because I can like message you and be like, oh, no, you're, <laughs> you're wrong about this or, you know, like this. And it's just like, it's great. It's more than just a podcast, you know, it's like definitely a way to interact with you guys and, and connect with you, but also for you guys to express yourselves in mm-hmm. a lot of different ways. I think it's been like, like just listening through the first episode up until recently, I think you guys are really hitting your stride and enjoying it. And that really matters. You know, if I tell, if I can tell that you're enjoying it, you know, I love it. Um, if I enjoy it, listen to every single one, I guarantee you, you know, at least five, 10 other people are as well. You know, you're definitely um, doing good work. So I, I want you guys to keep doing it if it's what you want to do. Oh, you know? Thank you. I appreciate so that, man. Keep at it. Yeah. And yeah. hopefully here yeah. soon, I'm thinking this Friday, I'm going to schedule it, but this Friday I want to try to get my, uh, vaccination shots finally get the get that first dose going all that kind of stuff so hopefully we can do a hangout here very soon nice yeah. nice because i yeah we, uh, well you guys know i'm living in uh my dad's old house on sheridan Ooh, now okay so mm-hmm. uh yeah yeah we've got like a big kind of back deck so i'd love to have you guys over you know whenever nice. you guys are free or something we you know we'd love to hang out with you and you know, I'm definitely, I love doing this and talking to you guys, but I'd love to see yeah. you even more. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And like I said, one day, yeah. I think trying to do like the idea of doing like, you know, video podcasts. So I think we are going to do that one day. Uh, and so, you know, probably before, but maybe one of those we can bring you on, actually have like a whole like conversation in person, which I think would be a cool new dynamic to add to the show. So. Yeah. In the, the movie watch along idea that you guys mentioned, I really yeah. love that. I think that would be a lot of fun. And I, I mean, I would definitely uh, participate, you know, you don't have to make it patron only, but if you want to give me some patron benefits, I would not be opposed. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Some patron power. Yeah. yeah. So power to you guys, you know, keep it up. Really glad we were able to do this. Um, yeah. and I know we kind of were all over the place today. No, that's, I mean, that's, what it's just that's so how we much. do though. Yeah. When you put, you put the three of us in one place and we just, we'll, we'll keep talk going and yeah. we have so much to talk about. Yeah. So awesome. <laughs> well, everyone that will do it for this episode of the rack and Trick collection. Chapter two, episode nine, chapter two, just, a brief little couple of housekeeping things you can follow us on facebook instagram and spotify check us all out there that's usually how you can get a hold of us as well if you love what we do you can support us like the many people the rack and tour nights the rack and nights the uh those people you can join those people i kind of like the rack and nights i'm not not gonna lie the rack and nights (laughs) you can join over on patreon.com slash rocketry collection. Uh, a couple other small things. The new episode of Tales of Ephemera is going to be broadcasting very soon, and that features a story from one of our patrons, <gasps> Lily. So look forward to that. I've had a, a lot of fun kind of organizing that and uh, you know, helping Simon get that out. I am working on my story as well. Yeah. Um, do you voice this like voiceover? Like Oh, I voice the story, yeah. Well, oh Simon my gosh, does, that's but, crazy. Yeah. 
because the last ep- the last episode i thought it was like there's no way that <laughs> is him like you did a really good job like bringing yeah. a persona to that story so good job on that thanks man thanks i that is um definitely been a big goal of mine especially as i'm taking a break from some of the larger works to do is to put more effort and work into that and you know get some more of those episodes out regularly because it's a really good avenue for me to share just short stories randomly that i've written and that i kind of think are cool to just have like a audio play of and so it's yeah it's been really good so everyone tales of ephemera the third episode which is going to be called i believe i dreamt of the goat coming out real soon Ooh, i just want that our listeners know that we are officially on uh itunes podcast just so you guys know find us on itunes yeah we, oh, I, I'm, I'm double checking we've we've officially gotten connected oh. through there so sweet uh make sure to like subscribe comment below ring that bell <laughs> ring that bell subscribe to the patreon <laughs> <laughs> everyone thank you so much for listening to this mega episode all about anime and everything else Everything and nothing, all squeezed in. That's what we do over here on the Rocketeer Squeeze collection. it in. And now, Michael, oh, yeah. for the first time, you can be part of us as we walk over into the inn. Oh, you can hear that music. That music's starting to kick in. You can oh, hear those man. drums. Are it's we, kicking in. Are We're we walking going in. through the door? Yeah, we you're coming through the door, the door with us. Oh, the my first gosh. Time. Oh, I've <laughs> been waiting for this. <laughs> oh, 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 oh